come and brew with us. <laughs> this is RNGNT with Christine Cookie Solis and Sarah Scott. It's locked with your random sips of life and gaming. Hello again, this is RNGNT. I'm Christine Solis, aka Cookie, and I'm joined by my cookbook, Sarah Scott. How are you doing, Sarah? I'm doing fine. If my wife wouldn't swipe my uh, earbud out of my ears, then I would be better, but that's fine. Yes, so we are joined by Sarah's wifey, Callie. How are you doing, How's Callie? It going? Oh, you know, it's a beautiful night. It's not actually, it's raining like crazy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, yeah. it is. It's <laughs> downpouring here. It's been, it is literally. It has thunderstormed all day, and it is going to thunderstorm all weekend. So bring the rain to the desert, please. I know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> bring it over to the Nevada. Please take it. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us, Callie. And of course, we have Lloyd, the producer, audio mancer of RTT. How are you doing, Lloyd? I'm doing good. I don't know why you guys started the podcast um, when I got up, but I'm just joking. Because <laughs> we knew you'd fit right into it. It's fine. Talented that way. I can run back to the computer. Oh God, they're dancing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the cue. Awesome. Yes. So again, we stream our RNGNT episodes live on twitch.tv slash RNGNT. Um, we love for you to join us in the discussions as we do read the Twitch chat. We're going to have a lot of visitors here because Callie brought in her fans. <laughs> yeah. We have fans too. We don't need her. Listen, there'll be like four people who show because of me. <laughs> Well, I mean, Volkai never shows up unless you're here, Callie. So thank you, Volkai, for coming and watching the stream. Marcus right, Kyer. Well, there's one. I'm claiming that one. Marcus Kyer as well. Um, right. I haven't seen your name in a while. It's like you don't come on until Callie's here. <laughs> like or Nate. It's true, yeah. Yeah, we're naming these names. Of, of course, um, if you don't know, obviously, we used to do a podcast called Limit Break Radio. And we're very, very good friends with Nate. Callie and everyone else who is in that other company right now. Um, we'll, we'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. <laughs> a little bit later. A little bit later. Um, Spill the tea. <laughs> we'll do that then. Name for a segment. Is that what you call it? No, we don't. Spill have, the tea. We don't That's... have. We don't have an official yet. It was too. It was too cliche. Like too common. At the time, I feel like we could do it now, and it would be like. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like kind of bringing it back almost. Retro. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like borderline retro these days. Yeah. So I think I think we could do it unironically, <laughs> or ironically, I should say, actually. <laughs> but yeah, so obviously we have a special guest here. Um, but let's go roll into the RNGNT updates. All of Callie's updates will be at the end. Haha, <laughs> you have to stay here. <laughs> <laughs> That, I mean, that's a good play, like, for any guest. Like, you get to plug at the end of the episode. <laughs> after I've decided whether you've done a good enough job. I do still want to shout out to our uh, loyal listeners. I know we were making fun of people out here for Cali, but Dark Flux, thank you, Charles and Sonny. As always, we really appreciate you guys here. Um, I'm sure there's others here, but those are the ones I see on the chat right now. So thank you, thank you. Yes, thank you. Love you and everything all above. All right, RNGNT updates. So rolling in stress. I did originally put in a date, but what happened, Lloyd? Um, well, I have three other projects this weekend, and I totally forgot about rolling in stress and didn't bring it up to anybody. 
So I'm sorry about that. So hopefully next month shit will even out and I won't have fucking five projects come all at the last weekend of the month. Okay. You will. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I probably will. Yeah. No doubt. Is is rolling in stress from last month even up? Uh, Called out. Calling you out. <laughs> All right, Did we'll check that after this. <laughs> okay, so I get it. I have to wait until the end of the show to promote. Right. Yeah, let's uh, let's wait on that one. All right, so <laughs> rolling in stress. We'll be coming back in July. Yeah, let's check it out once Lloyd has the time. I'm just kidding, Lloyd. You can have all the time in the world to put that up. Um, but you can also look at our Twitch VOD. Um, it is up there. We had some fun last last month. We had Ooh. some. Metal Gear. Can you hear me though? Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. You, you, yeah, you can't hear Lloyd. So honestly, we should just play without you. Be the same. Just kidding. <laughs> well, you guys were reacting to what I was saying, which is the funny part of that. But Chad didn't say a goddamn. We can't until hear Lloyd. Until at the end. Until the very end. Until the very end. It's like, oh, this was great, but we just couldn't hear Lloyd. Like, why didn't you tell us <laughs> in the beginning? Yeah, that was so yeah. funny. Thank you, thank you, Chad. <laughs> this is why we need you. We rely on you. Exactly, exactly. All right, so no rolling in stress until next month. That's fine. We'll have fun. Um, I think there's like four, no, five weekends in July, so we better get it going. Yeah, well, I'll be gone for one of those weekends, but we are good for the other ones. Same here. <laughs> Fourth of July for me. Oh, uh, birthday weekend for me. <laughs> <laughs> Birthdays weekend, right? Yes. <laughs> the in-between weekend, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. How are you guys? How old are you guys turning? Like twenty-two? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 22. yeah there's, uh, Twenty-one. I can drink this year. It's gonna be sick. <laughs> wow. We're gonna get lit. Yes. As the as the kids, kids say, say on the TikTok, oh. we're going to get lit. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be poggers. Super poggers. Oh, poggers. oh my weed. goodness. Yeah. <laughs> poggers. Yeet on out of here. Do they, <laughs> they say yeet anymore? Is that like old? I, I think yeet is also old now. Yeah, is it old? Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, I feel old already. Um, <laughs> well, happy early birthday, Marcus Collier, whose birthday is on July 3rd. We'll remember oh, that. Marcus, you're going to love hearing one of my announcements. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that in a sec. <laughs> no, no, no. Later. Later. Shout. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And also. Drop. Tap dance, monkey. Tap dance. <laughs> Uh, we also have our hashtag top 500 moments again in remembrance of William, our awesome supporter. Um, we love you. So we're also going to continue our top 500 moments to remember William. Uh, let's start with number one. It is June. June 25th. It is Pride Month. Exactly. Exactly. You know, we are all supporters here of Pride Month of anything with the LGBTQ plus. Yes. Look at Callie and Sarah. We love you all. Um, so that's a top 500 moment. What number is this, Lloyd? Is this number three? Uh, it should be three, yeah. All right. I told you to number them, but you didn't even put it that one. <laughs> They're yeah. going to be numbered now. <laughs> and what else is going on? I am going to take it on to Lloyd because it is his projects. What's going on? Well, I mean, you were a part of LBR at one point. No one contacted me. What? Nope, 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 nope. No one contacted me. Go ahead. <laughs> well, She's fine about it, by the way. <laughs> just the call screener at LBR. Sunday's the next uh, show. There's going to be a special guest. We don't know. I think it's going to be Gamer. 
So you there's sure? that. You're gonna well, have, I'm you're gonna have sure. gamer on. That's surprising. I'm pretty sure it's gamer. Watch, it's not Maybe gamer. Arjun Lab. Like no, it's not gonna be nobody, and then <laughs> everyone just shows up. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Kristen is bitter. Are you are you talking about on Sunday? Sunday the twenty seventh at eight thirty. Pretty exciting. I know someone who's gonna be there. Gamer, right? Yeah, for sure. Gamer's gonna be there. Like I'm sure it's gonna be it's gonna be gamer. It's gonna be like sales gonna be there. I'm sure that'll be that's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be a great time. It's just gonna be everyone but me. Sorry. <laughs> just kidding. Kooky. Just show up. Like, you just, just, just show up. Just crash Big the dick party. energy. Like, I'm here. I'm going to run this shit. No one remembers in. me. Trust Drop me. It. Everyone you. remembers you. Oh, Drop it on the God. table and just be like, I'm oh, here. Oh, my God. Dark Flux is Dark, Dark Star. Dark Star is going to be there. Dark Star is going to be there. Listen, it's going to be great. We're going to we're gonna do, like, I don't know. We'll, do, we'll bring back the FFFL. That'll be fun for everybody. Oh, jeez. Yeah, listen, if you don't know, what go, is... go, go. It's a bit I came up with that people were kind enough to say was funny, even though it wasn't. Got it. Yeah, everyone, just go check out Limit Break Radio, our friends at Limit Break Radio. It is an amazing podcast. You'll have some fun times there. Um, I'll see you there on Sunday. <laughs> there we go. Thank you, Gamer. <laughs> number one. There you go. And that is number five for, or number four, sorry. That's number four for LBR Revival. And what is number five, Lloyd? Um, it's a... <laughs> kind of hesitant to say the actual name because Nate hasn't said it, but okay. I have it in our outline because you guys know it. Be very, so. I don't know. Say what you can say. <laughs> okay. So I'm technically ghostwriting for Nate in a way for a new Monday through Friday podcast, which is only like five minutes long, but it's going to be detailing uh gaming news so it's just going to be a little thing that you can digest yourself really quickly and i'm really excited about it because like nate's really good at producing what he does so i'm not entirely sure when it's going to come out but it should be coming out within the next two weeks so be on the lookout for that on lbr i'll be shouting it out on my twitter so just I don't want to be a dick, mind. Lloyd, but when you're ghostwriting for someone, you're not supposed to say that you're ghostwriting. <laughs> well, I mean, Nate gave me credit already for working on it, so like that okay. ghostwriting thing, like just kind of sailed out the window. But that's okay. technically what I was doing. So, awesome, very cool. Again, another one of the many things that you have on your plate, Lloyd. Please. Yeah, my very, very full plate with no money. <laughs> Hey, I try to pay you in material. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, those fucking right uh, sitters are so fucking comfortable. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. He's talking about the Ateo sitters, so go check out our friends at Ateo. Um, I did get a pair for Lloyd. He truly, 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 truly deserves it for all the things that he does. Um, but yeah, so that's how I pay him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty good things. payment. <laughs> Don't worry, yours is coming, Sarah. Um, <laughs> again, I like to drop these kind of things. But yeah, check out Nate's project, Nate and Lloyd's project, when it does drop, coming soon within the next few weeks. Follow Lloyd at, what's your Twitter again, Lloyd? Uh, Lloyd, L-L-O-I-D underscore R-N-G. Yes, and watch his rants too. 
So just yeah. <laughs> I, I'm very political and very. <laughs> I'm an You're asshole. Very I'll explosive. Yeah, and we love for it. Kooky, <laughs> there's something on here that I just thought of. What? Uh, your gift giving goes really far, and I saw a tweet earlier this week about your father. What? Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess like, isn't that? I guess that can be a top five hundred moment. Um, so. Yeah. My dad recently has been watching some YouTube videos and he found a travel vlog where they're literally it's, you know, vlogging could be anything. So there's one YouTube where they're just walking up and down the Las Vegas Strip and that's it. Right. And he absolutely loves that. He spends his time just watching it like he's, you know, back in Las Vegas and he wants to try it. So he actually texted us like little videos of him and mom <laughs> in the car traveling like, hey, check out this place, etc. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to buy him a GoPro. It's on Amazon Prime deal. So I bought him a GoPro and he's super excited. So if you have any tips for my dad and vlogging please tweet it out over to me please at cookie persona k-o-k-y persona um he would absolutely appreciate that so it was just something so wholesome that i had so to cute. help my dad <laughs> is he even named for his channel not yet he's trying he's trying okay. he's got to think of a snappy name yeah he loves it <laughs> that's so cute <laughs> yeah if you don't know my dad my dad's like always in the know with stuff he loves like ariana grande and he would just go to her concerts etc so my dad my dad's cool <laughs> your dad's cool my dad is like six months late to things there was uh, one of the first times that callie sat down with us for dinner once before we were dating my father went so what's this twitter thing about <laughs> we went oh no <laughs> yeah yeah that's my dad that's, that's super cute it is and really cute. I want I want to know more. I want to see your father's vlogs. Yeah, me too. He he does shop at Forever Twenty One too. Like, oh like he literally tries to get in, get what? into the game. Yeah, he he shops at Forever Twenty One at the men's section. You know, getting this the straight pants, etc. <laughs> Jeez, is your father the only like? Gen Zer, that's a millennial. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. But he's really fun. So I I know if you ever met my dad, he's really cool. Yay! I better get to meet him one day. Yes. I better. Yes. Someday. Come to Vegas. <laughs> I need to. I need to. All of you. Yeah, I need to. All of you. All right, let's move on. Quick monthly news because we have e three stuff, and we also have Callie's announcements. So haha, again, you have to stay. Um, <laughs> so Pokemon Go players push back on Niantic for undoing a positive pandemic change. So yes. explain this. Yeah. So unfortunately, so when moving back a little bit, when the pandemic started um, and, you know, thing called COVID-19 happened, um, Pokemon Go, which of course is a, you know, a mobile game all about walking around places, going to places, meeting up with other people. Well, social distancing came up. And so to stay relevant and helpful, they increased the distance you had to be to get to like a Pokemon stop or a gym battle and things like that. Um, so technically, if you were near places, you could practically still play from home if you could still connect to it. Well, they're undoing that part. They are taking that change away. Um, and there's been a lot of pushback for obvious reasons. Um, I think part of it, 
um, is still, uh, you know, I think part of it is people really liked just in general the extended change because some people I think are still quarantined for safety reasons. Um, so that kind of sucks. But also the one of the big things that really came out is um, while this change initially happened as a result of COVID, it also had, a, you know, an effect on uh, players with disabilities. So they didn't have to necessarily get so close. They could, you know, be farther away and have a bit more space. And this is going to undo that. Um, so it's kind of a step backwards in accessibility. Yeah, so that makes sad. sense. Uh, I would definitely push back on that. Um, but there is a question in the chat. Charles Fields asks, how many people are even still playing Pokemon Go? Uh, Omega Welltoss says they stopped playing after three months after it launched. Um, well, that's reasonable that because that game was trashed three months after it launched. Yeah. <laughs> we played it for a while, oh, yeah. several years ago. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, we've we since stopped. Um, I think some people still are, but no one that we really interact with these days. Listen, we need to take the energy that is forming across the nation right now, the anti-going-back-to-the-office energy. <laughs> yeah. All these people getting riled up saying, why should I have to go back to the office? I've shown I can be productive at home. And we need to apply that energy to Pokemon Go. <laughs> we need to put it towards something useful. We need to get people saying, I don't need to leave the house to play Pokemon Go. I can be a Pokemon master from my living room. That's what the anime promised me. <laughs> That's very true. Go, go buy it on the Switch. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, I know my sister still plays it. so Only because it's it's reasonable for her because she always travels. Like, she's going oh, back and forth yeah. in San Diego. So it only makes sense if you actually do travel around as in, for your job. So Right. Uh, Volkai says uh, the mother still plays. Last time oh. she played other video games other than Farmville was over 25 years ago. Well, yeah. Older, older generation, I guess, are still playing mobile games. Uh, I mean... 25 years ago that was like perfect dark like that's not that old <laughs> i mean right uh, right that's big. not that old right yes sweetie you're still relevant <laughs> i'm sorry i was that three was 25 years ago so what oh all right, Lord, well, i don't no, know why you need saw. to be a part of this segment <laughs> i was four <laughs> Dang it, Lloyd. I was oh, I'm robbing the cradle. Oh, shut up. <laughs> uh, moving on. Detroit Become Human Developer. Could be working on a multiplayer game with microtransactions, but I'm kind of like, what game doesn't have microtransactions anymore? David Cage? Apparently. Yeah. He's been part of a huge, like, redo of a lawsuit and said some really weird things, so I don't, I don't want to make him relevant, <laughs> but... Here we go. Are you telling me that not only do I have to give David Cage $60 to play his game, now I got to give him $3.99 to unlock the other ending that's the same as all the other endings? Oh my God. Yeah, Imagine oh $3.99 for each ending. Dude, oh. dude, you don't think David Cage <laughs> would be like 99 cents to pick this option? You don't think that's going to happen? Wow. Oh my God. No. You would don't make, give him that power. <laughs> he would get, make bank in a mobile game for doing that. Continue yeah. for 99 cents. <laughs> no. Hey, look, you have no to vomit. play for game time in increments of one minute. That'd be shitty, wouldn't it? I'm, I'm telling you, this is this is what's gonna happen. And he's gonna he's gonna try and like, no, no, no. It, it's to help tell the story. It, you, I'm trying to make an artistic oh, statement. No. Kill yourself, David Cage. No. That's what I have to say. David Cage. So he couldn't make it as a film director. Then he won't make <laughs> it as a AAA game developer. So he goes into mobile games. No, we can't have this. Take, keep him out. Kick him I, out. I, don't know if this is going to be a mobile game, but like the article is outlining that it's going to be a multiplayer game and they're looking for people who are like skilled in making multiplayer games and then oh. games as a service and all this other shit. So I'm thinking it's going to be 
maybe like Destiny. Oh, please. I no. hope not. Like a David Cage Destiny sounds like the worst fucking uh, thing on the planet, but that's kind of Do, do you want I'm... to hand crank your guns every time you need to reload? Yeah, like what what gameplay have you ever seen in a David Cage game that you would think would lend itself to multiplayer? None of it. No. It's always None of it. It's always story driven games. Yeah, yeah. That oh, aren't no. very good. It, it's ironic too that they want to try to find a group to do this because um don't ask me for details because I haven't done enough research on it myself but quantum dream which is david cage's company has been um in court for poor um treatment of workers which is a bad thing to do if you're a french company because france has some hard labor laws <laughs> to be clear it's a bad thing to do no matter where you're from. i know i just meant from a you know standpoint of where can you get away with it oh yeah definitely not france, <laughs> not france. although i'm not even sure if quantum dream is technically a french company these days so I think they are. Yeah. At least all the people listed in that lawsuit all have French last names. So. Yeah, fair enough. So I don't know, but like the, the, it's something weird. Like they lost it, they lost, but then they recently won an appeal. So I don't know. David Cage just said some really effed up shit in the original court docket. I can't find the quotes anymore, but um, mm. it, it was awful. And I was like, wow, you're even worse than I thought you were. Yeah, you need to look that up. <laughs> Yeah, I'll have to. I, I a lot of it I think was like Twitter news, unfortunately. So I, I'd have to do some more research on it. But it was messed up. <laughs> Listen, this is the guy that had a creepy portfolio of uh, Elliot Page's entire life. Oh, um, that. So yeah. I so that. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe he's not to be trusted. Yeah. Cause, I mean, cause... his library of games should tell you that he's not to be trusted. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so he's just a more open. Uh, fuck randy pitchford that piece of shit <laughs> wow deep cut on the randy pitchford reference i'm into it but yes you're correct nice light <laughs> all right uh moving on the next one activision blizzard ceo's 155 million pay package approved after delay why are they getting so much money Oh, I'm so glad to hear about this. I was really worried for Bobby Kotick. I thought he was going to really struggle to buy his third island. I Yeah, for doing God. absolutely fucking nothing. Wow. <laughs> Man, I tell you what. Um, you know, Activision Blizzard, there's a there's a company you really feel for these days. You, you know that you just they're struggling and and you know you, you wish them all the best. You know. No. No. <laughs> you know. Put out a game. <laughs> right. Or, or update a fucking game with some content. Like, please. Yeah. Uh, Her, we, we have a lot. We're going to get a Diablo game eventually. That'll be fun. Yeah. Maybe. It, listen, their best thing coming down the docket is Diablo 2 Remastered. And that's a bad sign. Yeah, that is a very bad sign. Well, well I mean, Overwatch 2 has promise, doesn't it? But it's going to be out in like 2023. Yeah, sure. One day. I don't get this Overwatch 2 thing. Isn't it the same damn game? Yeah. Just well, an it's just fucking, It's supposed to be an expansion, basically, but they're billing it as a AAA title. Oh, no. And it's, like, and it's supposed to interact with Overwatch 1. And, like, all of the new characters that was slated for Overwatch 1 got pushed to Overwatch 2. So we haven't seen a new character in a year, and we haven't seen a new map for any of the actual game modes people play in two fucking years. So it's like they halted development of that game to push everything into a new game so they can monetize it again. It's fucking stupid. Mm -hmm. uh, Strict Server in the chat is saying D2 remas or Resurrected. 
I have a need and I'm going to go out there on a limb <laughs> and say, Sarah, you and I have been through some things yeah. in our in our years together. Yes. We, we went through the Final Fantasy 14 yes. Fiesta. We went through the Final Fantasy 11 relapse. Yes. We did that. We got through that. You have never seen me have a problem until we get to Diablo 2. Oh no. This is going to test our relationship in ways that you can't even imagine. <laughs> and I say that knowing full well that I got fired five days ago. Mm. Do I need to call uh, the, the uh, Games Anonymous again? No, it won't help. Oh no. There is, there is no, like, you, I hope you're into Diablo 2 because oh, no. that's what we're going to be doing for a while. Oh, so, no. lower that for a sight, please. Oh my God. I, no. Hey, wait a minute. That's only when I make her play bad games that I don't like. Diablo <laughs> 2 is great. So we don't she, get... she should be so fortunate to get to play Diablo 2 on Loathe at First Sight. Oh, I'm so grateful. Kelly, I would, I would not say that because we watched the Warcraft 3 remake and that went over like a like a turd in a punch bowl. So well, you bad. gotta say things that are true. Yeah, it wasn't great. Oh, it wasn't oh. the best, honey. Like... Saying it wasn't the best is really polite. It was a dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not uh, Robbie says, can Low the first sight come back and play Bug Snacks, please? Like we can't. What's that other uh, game? The one that everyone was losing their mind about about the uh, the, the platformer where you get powers on different worlds and then uh, <laughs> if you die, you have to go back to that world to get the power up back. Oh, jeez. Donkey played it. Oh, 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 the new game that came out. Yeah. It was like Dreams or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I can't think of the name of it, but. Jeez, it's a new it's a new game. It was people were excited because meant to be that that one dreams game which used to be Balan Wonderland. Thank that's you, Balan Wonderland. That's it. Oh, that's yeah. something I would make. That, you try yeah, for sight. I would hate that. <laughs> <laughs> that game looked awful. Oh man, do um, you love it first sight again? I think we should. Do you think we should Shh, talk about sure. it? <laughs> we don't have an announcement. We have no Okay, <laughs> that's off the script. <laughs> That was so Sneaky plugs. Sneaky plugs. <laughs> yeah, sneaking plugs right in. I, I see your plug. <laughs> number two. <laughs> um, thank you, Cargo Crab Colin, for following RNGNT. We also want to welcome, it looks like we got a few more chatters in the chat here. We got Strife, Mega Volta, Robbie, um, Ravmal. I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, but yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome. Cargo Crab Colin, I am digging the Final Fantasy XI reference. <laughs> very nice, very nice. One of the first NPCs to have a three-word name. It's not the Crab Mount? No, Cargo Crab Colin was a, was an NM you could fight. Oh, I like the Crab Mount. <laughs> yes, honey. <laughs> I like the Crab Mount. I like it a lot. <laughs> oh, Sarah. <laughs> That's the best part of XI, okay? I look so silly at it. The mouse what? that got added in like 2016. Yes. That hurts me, sir. <laughs> I'm kidding. I went when I saw the fucking mounts in 11. And then I started playing 11 again. And I'm like, okay, yeah, the mounts make a lot of sense because walking sucks. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, it does. All right. Moving on. Uh, Ernie. Okay. You know what? Okay. Sarah, I can do ahead. this one. <laughs> so, uh, so those of you who uh, are in the D&D &D scene at all, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, you, of course, probably know the name Gygax, Gary Gygax, the original creator. And uh, um, just to give you, and this is very brief, and I'm probably going to be corrected on this information, and that's fine. D&D, uh, &D, as we know it right now, is owned by Wizards of the Coast. It was once upon a time owned by a company called TSR, which was what was Gary Gygax's company. Mm -hmm. um, then, you know, D&D &D got bought up 
out by Wizards of the Coast, and yep. TSR pretty much fell off the map. So Ernie Gygax, which, by the way, what a fucking nerdy name. Yeah, well, first of all, who <laughs> the name Ernie these days? Like, not to like sit here and just make fun of someone's name, but like. You know you know what the best part is? He goes by E. Gary Gygax Jr. So. Yeah, I'll bet he does. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, take it from me, bro. You can change your name. It's legal. <laughs> I know. So Ernie Gygax, who's son of Gary Gygax. Uh, has come forward and decided he's going to restart the company of TSR and basically make his own D&D-like game and stuff like that. Um, this didn't really become Why? huge breaking news. Because he's a weirdo. Anyway, you'll see in a second I explain. So this didn't really make breaking news. He was interviewed by, a, um, you know, a YouTuber. And so some things very quickly came out about, you know, his real thoughts uh, behind this. Uh, with such um, things, such quotes, uh, such as um, they were asked, why a new TSR? And he is saying, quote, TSR has been gone. There's a ton of artists and game designers and people that play. And recently they were dissed for being old fashioned, possibly anti-modern trends and enforcing or even having the concepts of gender identity. So yay. Anti-modern trends. What? That's, that's yeah. awesome. So basically, and it's not, it does, the interview did not get better. I didn't watch the whole thing. Someone did a really good job of taking out like, like quotes that are most important, but he sounds insane. Um, what's the other one that he says in this, in this, that's my favorite. Um, hold on. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have to put like a content warning that this is pretty racist against, uh, people of indig uh, indigenous people so i'm very sorry this is a quote he says uh talking about wizards of the coast they which is the coast just took as all corporate raiders do the treasures and then tried to make them their own american indians did the same thing they would uh wipe out another tribe many times take the women and children and murder off everything else and leave to make your own tribe that much better with room to grow so yeah he's a great person um <laughs> No. So yeah, he's trying to he's trying to do all these things. There's a new game that he's, there's a new like licensee of a product called Giant's Land he's been trying, but it's all messed up because like other friends like other people associates he knows that are sort of part of TSR are like doing this and with him. It's super confusing. I don't think any of this is going to get off the ground. Um, and their Twitter, which they have a revived Twitter at TSR underscore games, has just just some of oh man um they are a, a group desperately in need of a pr firm oh oh you you're you say and a, uh and a design team what the hell <laughs> that looks like the original tsr logo from the 80s um yeah. hold on I, oh my God, brings up a good like... point though what qualifies him to be the a creator of a new DD thing just because he's the son yes of who created DD. And I have to say, what qualifies every other rich person who owns a fucking company in this country to run that, like, company? Like, that's basically how America works. It's like, your dad did something or your mom did something really well. They made a lot of money. And now you can do it just because you fell out of their womb. Like, yeah, it's... Well, I tell you what, I think I'll just keep playing D&D. &D. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They're, but yeah, so their um, their their Twitter's a dumpster fire because they said some shit 
And very quickly, people also point out some of the things that that Ernie has said. I'm gonna call him Ernie. He doesn't get to be called Gygax, even though Gary <laughs> Gygax wasn't even that great of a person. Like he made D D, but as a person, he wasn't that great. Um, but we won't. We don't need to get into that. But Ernie, uh, so people like you know kind of responded. They had to make a thing, being like, we do not tolerate hate. They actually made a tweet in response to someone saying, hey, what about what Ernie's been saying? And they're like, that's Ernie's point of view. That's not the entire point of view of of TSR. So. Their damage control has been fascinating. It was just three uh, hours just... ago. <laughs> yeah. Did they so... some homeless dude off the street to fucking be their social media manager? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nothing clear. Yeah, they need to hire a designer and a PR team, like, yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> like, this is... What a dumpster fire. <laughs> so, so if you don't like Gary Gygax, you probably shouldn't play D&D. But we hear Milton Bradley was a really good guy. You might like his vice versus virtue game. <laughs> That's some, like, next level dumbass shit. Like, I what know. The fuck? <laughs> Noted good guy, Milton Bradley. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? Like... Wow. So yeah, um, so there were there were a bunch of actually of social media PR people that responded like as actually there's I forget who it is I don't know well I can't find out it. it's gonna take too long but there there's actually in that particular tweet there was a PR like someone who does it for a living is like listen as someone who does social media PR as a living may I just tell you this was a very bad tweet <laughs> very very bad tweet oh man I think they need to hire someone Lori do you wanna get you on the phone more for TSR games. I can put out some fires, but not not that one. Yeah, not not white supremacist fires. <laughs> yeah, I'd just be the guy who's on social media. It's like, yeah, this place is a piece of shit. I'd unfollow. <laughs> Please just unfollow. Wow. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Okay, that's very interesting. Thank you for bringing that piece of news here. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, yeah, it's it's fun. Hopefully this will, like, be buried <laughs> um you know by next month but we'll see we'll see i i follow a ton of D stuff on twitter so this was flooding my twitter so i could not mention it i'm, I'm reading what strife was saying quote from an article <laughs> about gary Gy- gygax he the story, the story goes that in the 1980s gygax was summarily ousted from his company tsr inc under the pretense of going to hollywood and searching out media opportunities for dungeons and dragons brand in reality, the company was simply sick of Vigex's hard partying lifestyle that involves smoking drugs, drinking hard liquor at all hours of the day, and sleeping with random women while married. Hey, yo, I've seen <laughs> Gary Gygax. <laughs> oh, I forgot the best part of this news. Oh, I'm so sorry. That just reminded me of the best part of the news. So Ernie, on top of all of this, is in court with, uh, it's not his mother, but I guess stepmother, with Gygax's last wife before he died, because she holds, like, a ton of the, I guess, the rights or something. The TSR property. Yeah, TSR yeah. property. So they're, so he's in court with her right now. Because he's also, not only is he doing Giant Lance, he's trying to re uh, reinvigorate a lot of the old TSR brands that fell out of the way when TSR went under. So yeah, that would explain that. So mm-hmm. anyway... <laughs> I know. This is such a glorious dumpster fire. Yikes, that's horrible. Oh my god. What is up with this? What? <laughs> yeah, I know. I've seen that. Stripe is telling us that, uh, well, I'm guessing like latest wife. I guess according to this, he had many wives. Uh, in 2019, claimed someone tried to kill her with a tripwire and she was visited by her husband's spirit and many were out to kill her. Ooh. 
Is this in game? I know that's what I was thinking. Mm. <laughs> like, this sounds like I think I've played this. Maybe the satanic panic was right. I, I kind of want the drugs they were on fucking twenty years ago. Jesus. Very crazy. All right. Fun. Very. Okay. So anyway, that was our fun news. Interesting of the day. family. Um. All right. Uh, Strife put in the link, and we'll definitely put the link in in the website once it's up. Yeah. Um. All right. So E three happened last week the other week i forgot i am losing time <laughs> I, know. I mean Two it weeks was ago? uneventful so okay yeah. so no worries. i didn't even get to watch it i was busy um work yeah okay yeah. so let's start with microsoft bethesda since now they are together uh first thing here it says halo infinite it looks like a halo game all right <laughs> I mean, uh, yes, it does look like a Halo game, but notably they are making the multiplayer uh, free, which is a brilliant move on their part that they probably should have done a iteration ago of Halo, but it is absolutely the right call. I don't know that anyone's dropping 60 bucks on just the campaign for Halo. Listen, I might be a couple Halos out of the loop. I don't know if the story suddenly got good, uh, but I doubt a lot of people are going to drop 60 bucks on the game, but they're going to make their money on microtransactions and multiplayer anyway, yeah. so I think that's absolutely the right call. That makes sense. And isn't it coming to Xbox Game Pass for PC and Xbox? Oh, so notably, not everything, but nearly everything that Xbox, Bethesda, or that Xbox Bethesda showed off is coming to Game Pass uh, on day one. Yeah. And that was absolutely Xbox's barometer case. for victory yeah. at E3 this year, was make Game Pass, which already might be the best value in gaming, and even better value in gaming, and they killed it. Yeah. I already have Game Pass just because of that. Because I, I, it's awesome. I, you should. Everyone <laughs> should. And I'm saying that as a noted Xbox hater. Yeah. Same. Um, next thing... Uh, Fallout 76 Expeditions, The Pit. Um, Lloyd, do you still play Fallout? Do you play Fallout? Yeah, I still play Fallout 76. Um, the Pit is just uh, one of the DLCs from Fallout 3, so I'm really excited for it, but it does come out next year, so gotta wait a little while for it. What's so good but about it looks this? really interesting. Say that again? What's so good about it? Like, what makes it interesting? Oh, well, it's just like we're able to go to a point in the story 200 years prior to when it was in Fallout 3. And it's going to be a whole new zone and shit like that. So, like, I'm glad that they're expanding more into the universe instead of, like, just staying in West Virginia and Fallout 76. But, like, I've always been an avid player of Fallout 76, despite the backlash it's had but like at least they're trying to fix their game like i'm <laughs> proud of them for that i gotta get props uh Shintasen coming in lloyd you're looking beautiful sweetie <laughs> well thank you even though my <laughs> eyes are bugging out <laughs> why does your ear keep disappearing because behind his ears well yeah it's supposed to be or behind hair. my hair ah okay i see it now i see it okay <clears throat> excuse me <laughs> moving on uh what is redfall Please tell me about this. Oh, so Redfall is uh, oh, we're all going to get cool sciencey weapons and we're going to kill vampires. And it looks sick. <laughs> Wait, what? It's You're killing vampires? That's all it is? It's, yeah, it's a vampire. It's a vampire game. Uh, and it looks awesome. And I want to play the hell out of it. Uh, what, like what type of style is it? Like God of War style? What kind of I've seen person? I've seen people like calling it like Left 4 Dead, and it doesn't really look like Left 4 Dead to me, but it is definitely like a four v one kind of asymmetric looking uh, thing. Uh, okay. I dig it. It looks fun. I want to play it. Anything with 
vampires. Okay, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> vampires and science weapons. I, I insisted, by the way, that we put the next one on here because uh, uh, I wanted Forza on here because I was very vocal about saying the one thing Xbox is not allowed to do at this press conference is give me a 15-minute piece on Forza where I have to watch some guy sit like an asshole and talk to me about all the different mechanics of Forza for, like, uh, almost, like you know, 20 minutes. And they did exactly that. And I came <laughs> away from it going, I kind of want to play that game, actually. That game looks sick as hell. They got a Battle Royale mode in a racing game. That doesn't make any sense, but I want to play it. What kind of car did they have on stage? Did they have a car on stage? They did not have a car on stage as far as I saw. Oh, okay. Uh, but they did uh, do uh, a really good demonstration of the game. And yeah, I want to play it. It looks cool. Would so. you actually play it? No. <laughs> I mean, I say I will. It's the kind of game where I would absolutely say on a podcast that I played it and then just pretend to know what I'm talking about for 10 minutes. It's it's absolutely that kind of game. Robbie doesn't think you know what cars are, apparently. Would you have been able to tell us what kind of car it was? Yeah, probably. I know. Yeah, I, 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 I know, like, a, I'm not an expert on cars, but I I know a decent bit. I was, I was way more into racing games than you would have expected someone like me to be uh, for about 20 years. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm terrible with cars. Do not ask me about anything about a car. Uh, Sarah, I want my dream car. Not right now. Mm. What's your dream car? Uh, I want a uh, late 80s, early 90s Trans Am. That's like the dream. It would be such a piece of garbage today, but it looks so cool and I want it. Or the actual dream car that I'll never be able to afford is a late 90s uh, Dodge Viper. Okay. All right. Did you guys watch Fast 9 yet? Initial D. No. Well, listen, if we can talk Initial D cars, it's RX-7. I want, I, like, yeah, I want an RX-7. Okay, that'd be awesome. thank you. Oh I was going to say, just say the RX-7. <laughs> there you go. I, I got and I you. want the 886. The 886 is Strife, awesome. Great. The 886, hell yeah. Uh, Strife had uh, a 91 Dodge Stealth, which is fucking awesome. <laughs> Dig that. All right, who's watched Fast 9 yet? Uh, we We're will going tomorrow. To see it tomorrow. <laughs> Although I know nothing about the my only Fast and Furious movie I ever saw was Hobbs and Shaw, so I'm going to be very confused. <laughs> yeah, hey, Robbie's oh in God, the chat. Sarah. Robbie, how much of the other movies do we have to have watched to actually understand? Because yeah, I saw Fast One, Fast Two, Fast Three, and then Hobbs and Shaw. That's about where I'm at. <laughs> okay, so I watched Fast Nine last night. Um, it ties a lot of Tokyo Drift. Okay, so I'll rewatch Tokyo Drift, and we'll go from there. Tokyo I'm Drift, and the one with Gal Gadot last was seen. Let's just say that. Okay. All right, I'm into it. And you thought how ridiculous the last action scenes are? You'll see how ridiculous this one is. <laughs> well, I mean, are we talking more ridiculous than Hobbs and Shaw? Because Hobbs and Shaw was pretty redone. I mean, so I much more ridiculous. So much crazy. more ridiculous. <laughs> well, the trailer was listen, pretty crazy. I'm into it. it. Listen, if they fire up the DeLorean and travel back in time, I'm, I'm going to be happy. It is so ridiculous. Uh, Fun fact about the DeLorean, they had to take the engine out of the DeLorean and put a Porsche engine in it because the car couldn't get up to 88 yeah, miles an hour. Pretty much. Um, Strife, Tokyo Drift takes place after Fast 6. Yes. Even though it's the third movie, third, it does take place after 6. Um, timeline. All right, moving on. Starfield. <laughs> what is Starfield? <laughs> Great question. I wish Great I knew question. after watching I the trailer. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
all it was was just the trailer was pretty boring actually <laughs> it just shows that like you're gonna be going into space but that's about it there was no gameplay and yeah. i don't know yeah. i was hoping for cool looking space things and we just got weird spacesuits. so yeah i love that they wanted like like okay it's our first time really seeing anything about starfield what do people know about well they know you go into space cool so we're gonna spend two minutes showing them that you go into space <laughs> Thanks. Got it. Nailed so, it, Bethesda. Strive says Space Skyrim. Dark Flex says No Man's Skyrim. Isn't. Yeah. How would you possibly we know that? Know. You've seen no gameplay. There has been no concept of anything <laughs> other than a video of someone going to space. So, yes, it is like those games in that you go to space in them, too. We're, we're assuming because it's Bethesda, but we know nothing. I mean, I'm hoping, I guess, it's first person, but it also, I thought it'd be stylized a little differently, and it's not. No. It's not. I pictured a game more like Outer Worlds. Yeah, yeah. No. no. Just, uh, Outer Worlds Outer wasn't West. good. I'm not saying it had to be Outer Worlds. I thought stylistically yeah. that would have been the vibe they'd go for. Yeah, more like a cyberpunk space kind of thing as opposed to, hey, remember episode four, spacesuits? Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Which, it's not on this list. They did tease fucking Outer Worlds 2 for some fucking yeah, dumbass reason. I was going to say that. Wasn't there an Outer Worlds 2 announcement? There was an Outer Worlds 2 announcement, which I'm going to come to the defense of Outer Worlds. Now, I wasn't the biggest Outer Worlds fan. It was all right but as far as a new ip goes it did actually set up a lot of interesting things that could be explored well in a second game will they time will tell but like it didn't like close off a universe and just be like okay the story's told we're done now there's plenty more to explore and do in this world and now with a game under their belt maybe we get a better attempt at it in the second one i mean like th like think witcher right, right. the witcher one is some people are going to get mad about this. The Witcher 1 sucks ass. It's really <laughs> bad. But Witcher, and, and I mean, let's be honest, Witcher 2 also sucks. Witcher, 2 was Witcher 3 ass. is where they finally yeah. got it right. And Witcher 3 is what everybody it. remembers. Yeah. Like, it's the game everybody played. So there is precedent for this happening. Like, even Mass Effect. We love all the Mass Effect games. But Mass Effect 1, it's okay. Fallout 1. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Elder mean, Scrolls I, 1. Okay, but now we're going back to like the late 80s, early 90s. Like, like, these, like the game had a computing power of a speaking spell. So you're saying it has a chance, though. <laughs> I'm saying there's a chance. <laughs> All right, sounds good. All right, moving on. Uh, Ubisoft. The only thing that I see here on Ubisoft is Mario Rabbit Seal. <laughs> so that's the only good thing out of their fucking press conference. Because they tried jamming their fucking release like their trailers with the fucking developers talking to us for nine minutes after the fucking trailer it was fucking grating i hated ubisoft this year e so bad e3 failed ubisoft so hard to do a 30 minute dick suck circle jerk where they're like okay here's what we're hoping we're gonna see at e3 this year we're not gonna see any of it by the way uh here's what we're hoping that we're gonna see this year Okay, what are you hoping we're going to see? What are you hoping we're going to see? Check out our Tetris couch. All right. And then, okay, 30 minutes over, one hour of countdown clock and behind-the-scenes oh, yeah. interviews, and it's just like, what were you guys thinking? Push the stream back an hour, do your 30-minute video, and then go right into the Ubisoft forward. And then, yeah, I mean, I thought Ubisoft did fine. Like, I, I don't think there was, was any anything to write home about, but, like, in a world where we had Square Enix, like, no, we're not trashing out Ubisoft for failing. Like, God. <laughs> did did, did yeah. they not even announce an Assassin's Creed game? Uh, they announced uh, a DLC 
for uh, Assassin's Creed. This will be the first Assassin's Creed that will get DLC into its second year, uh, which I'm all about because that means I don't get a new Assassin's Creed game for <laughs> once this year. How nice is that? Support your IP for longer than five minutes. Right. Um, so yeah, there was that. It was cool. And then there was the five fucking Far Cry games, or I mean Far Cry and whatever the other oh, yeah. five other FPSs yeah, they shovel out. Well, listen. So. Far Cry, it, they did show some Far Cry, but everyone showed some Far Cry. That was at every showcase, it felt like. Yes, yes. Uh, Nate says, by the way, Summer Games Fest is greater than E3. Yes, we actually have Summer Games Fest at the very end. Uh, but let's just uh, go ahead and talk about that right now. Uh, biggest announcement, of course, Elden Ring from yeah. software. Driving everybody mad. <laughs> yeah, I want it. I want it in my. It looks veins. so good. It's so good. <laughs> it looks so so good. I I caught that that premiere that trailer. I was so, so glad I was able to catch that. So we got Dark Souls, but you have a horse. That's cool, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. and you can jump. Jump I mean, size. Don't get me wrong. You could jump in the other Dark Souls games. To your kind of. Yeah, I mean, sure. Like there there was technically a jump button it was kind of context sensitive aka whenever it's least convenient yeah. but um yeah no I, I thought elden ring looked really nice maybe now that it's coming out we'll finally get the winds of winter i don't know probably <laughs> don't, not don't hold your breath <laughs> did you see by the way george r. r martin uh said that he wished that the um hbo series would have waited for the books to finish coming out yeah, George. Thanks for that. We we your wish that too, George. Been, Put the book out. Your actors would have been too old. <laughs> they could have digitally Sansa. aged them down. <laughs> like Arya could have been forty and bring her back to twenty-one. Like, come well, on. George R. R. Martin has left more chapters on the floor, on the cutting room floor. Like easily enough to fill up two seasons of the HBO show, but no, he won't put the book out. He's busy watching the Jets, which I get it. You like football? That's great. Put your damn book out, George. Sorry. Okay. okay. Robbie pointed out that I yell at people named George in my life a lot because both Lucas and uh, <laughs> mm, Martin. That's true. That's true. Uh, Disappointments. Right, right. Episode um, one was the best, though. Is there anything that else came out from Summer Games Fest, though, other than Elden Ring? Uh, I didn't really watch, so I'm not. Like, Calor would probably be the best. Did you watch it? Did I, I did watch it. Here's the thing. I spent the entire weekend, and it's all bled together at this point. <laughs> I don't remember what came out of what anymore, and I don't care. Yeah. Because I don't have to care anymore. Oh. Oh, my heart. All right, moving on. Skirt Enix. <laughs> Skirt yeah, Summerfest. Sick. Yeah, uh, Listen, the whole E3 Summer Games Fest weekend was a monumental disappointment that could have been done in like two days. So that's why email. it has all bled together. <laughs> could have, yeah, exactly. A meeting that could have been an email. That was the whole thing. Yeah, I didn't watch it. So I'm getting all the feedback from you all. <laughs> uh, Square Enix, Stranger of Paradise, FF Origins. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is this, this a is... demo movie? Listen, is is no, this no. chaos? Yes, this it's chaos. chaos. This is chaos, guy. Listen. All right. I got, I got a couple things on this. Yes, he is the blandest bland character in the history of blandy blandness. He absolutely is. Supposedly, supposedly, what I am understanding is that this is going to be your base freelancer form and you'll be able to switch to other jobs that will get you different gear to put on. That aside, the character aside, I played the demo. 
Me too. It's I actually it. fun. Yes, I have the to demo get it. is actually fun. It's a game I would want to play. The gameplay is good. It is actually really good. I have to agree with Callie because I, again, I didn't have time to play the games, but I opened up this and I was like, oh my gosh, this is fun. I just want to grind, grind, grind. I just want. To... <laughs> yes. I mean, it's really, really fun. Now, I... is it utterly insane? That you've got freaking Nomura coming out there saying, I wanted to make a movie or a game about an angry man. Okay, that's original. <laughs> that, wow, a game about an angry man. You are treading some new ground. Sick. But it's going to be the... White cis men are not the normal. Listen, this is going to be the most like masculine, heart-pumping game since Duke Nukem. I can't wait. Yeah, I can though. All right, no, but Sam. it is fun. Like That's, that's the issue. It's, like, listen, it's fun. We've said, I've said it for years. The gold standard of games. Is it fun? Because if it's fun, you can forgive almost anything else. Like almost every other aspect of the game can suck. If it's fun. I don't know, Sarah, you have a different point of view on that. Cause no, I know I'm you just actually... very, I'm just very frustrated with, there are so many games and so many things out there that it's very, very frustrating to have AAA games that are just so... I, I am sick of another Final Fantasy game that has an all-male cast. Mm -hmm. If Final Fantasy 16 has an all-male cast, I'm going to scream. Mm -hmm. And I'm very sick of this, like, I'm going to say it, cis-het white normative dude. I hate it. I'm sick of it. And it's not original. Like, it's about an angry man. It's, like, that is so unoriginal. Yeah, Sarah, like, I'm, I'm going to need just... you to stop playing games from Japan. <laughs> it's not just games from Japan! It, it isn't, but, like, boy, is it pervasive there. Think about the trouble we have finding an anime where two girls kiss. I know, but... Like, think Red... about the trouble we have with that. Red Dead Redemption is not a Japanese game, and I'm sorry, but it's also just about two angry men. <laughs> well, I mean, you know what? That's fair. So I mean, that I mean, you could apply that to almost all of Rockstar stuff. <laughs> When's the last time you saw a major leading lady in a Rockstar game? Four, four, four angry men. Four angry men. Sorry. There you go. Red Dead Redemption is about four angry men. Probably One, Fast X had to issue a correction. <laughs> Sorry, issue correction. You can repeat. We can send that. Anyway, I'm just I'm just sick of it, and I I get it. I, I Jedi Fallen Order, white cis man. Like I'm just... I mean, it was a, yes, it was a white cis man, although it had a pretty damn diverse cast. No, I'm, I'm happy it does, but it's just, it's just frustrating because the problem is whenever you say anything about this, the idea, whenever you complain about how a character looks or anything or how boring they are, I need to kill chaos. The, the, what everybody says is, well, it's supposed to be so you can put your, they're supposed to be so no. bland so you can put yourself in it. I'm not a white cis man. No, but Sarah, you would agree you want to kill chaos. <laughs> I don't know if I even do. Kill, Sarah, you can't you say that. Chaos. This is 2021, this is woke culture. You can't say you don't want to kill chaos. What's wrong with you? Anyway, you some boomer. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I will. I don't know. I am sure it's a fun game. I. I don't know. I'm just. It's just very exhausting. And watching this was just very exhausting. <laughs> so. Yeah. No. Listen. I, I. I totally get it. I think. Uh, my. My biggest hope with it was that the reason he was so bland is you'd get to make your own character. Right. Like, he was so bland that that had character creation written all over it. Yes. Which, by the way, you, as a design team, you have failed when your character comes out and people go, oh, that must be the default that I can build around. And people go, <laughs> no, that's that's the actual character. Yeah, it's bad news bears. Uh-oh. 
Okay, I have to bring this up. Omega Waltel says, raise hand in black man. Out of context, that is the funniest goddamn thing I have <laughs> seen in chat all night. Thank you. Listen, Thank well, you. <laughs> I, I said earlier today that I hope Waltel frequents my streams going forward because I miss the sass. Yes. Like, I've only been away from the office for two days and I already missed the sass. So <laughs> I need this in my life. I need it in my soul hole. <laughs> Please, please don't talk about your soul hole. It's inappropriate. What, where is, is the soul channel. hole? <laughs> you don't need to know. <laughs> where did that bit come from? Do you remember? Probably you and Robbie being gross. Yeah, My brother probably. Robbie. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, probably. All right. And then 16 seconds of Final Fantasy 16. And then... Okay. Did we even get 16 seconds? Because I remember like 1.6 seconds. Like, <laughs> it wasn't I don't remember 16 I, seconds of Final Fantasy 16. I nothing. I, I clocked it at 16 seconds. Uh, yeah. Uh, you you where when did that happen i mean 10 was 10 seconds of it was probably like just the intro like yeah no, it was... they, they played like a uh a montage of different games and i saw like one clip of ff16 in it yeah that was it okay right. i'm glad i'm glad I was, i'm just worried like i didn't miss something because no. i lambasted them for not showing any of it it's mostly the title screen um, okay good. like always <laughs> Uh, hey, life... but we also got Life is Strange. So that's life cool. is strange. We did. So that's exciting. So Square Enix, there's a um, a new Life is Strange, their third installment called True Colors, which is pretty exciting. Um, we never play Life is Strange 2, which is actually probably a bad thing because it probably should have done better. But that's okay. They're remastering, however, the first Life is Strange and Before the Storm, which is Life is Strange 1's uh, prequel <laughs> for the Switch. So that's exciting. Um, and for PC. And for PC. And Life is Strange True Colors will be coming out, I think, both on Switch and PC. Yeah. So. And uh, I'm so geeked because I, I, I sat there wondering, like, okay, so her power is empathy. Yeah. So she's Sarah. Got Shut it. up. What Listen, does, what does that mean, though, like, gameplay-wise? So to finally get to see a little of the gameplay and, like, how that's actually going to, like, affect the story, now I get it. Now I'm in. Also, she's totally gay. So. Bye. <laughs> yours might be bye. Mine's gay. I'm just saying that you have, there's two options. Mm -hmm. you, you have options, absolutely. So, <laughs> but anyway, I just mean, I think character canonically, but your choice of who you go with, yes. But yeah, um, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, as Kelly alludes to, finally, someone made a game that I can, that's about me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but anyway. Finally, a game for me. <laughs> Yay. Anyway, so, but yeah. Also, yeah, why not Pan? That's true. I why mean. Not? Why not? Could be. I always, I always usually, even though I identify as pansexual, I usually assume someone says bi just because people use, usually use that as an umbrella term. I don't like using it as an umbrella term. I prefer more like multisexual as an umbrella term. But not a lot of people agree with me, and we don't have time for that conversation. Why not? So. It's the Pride episode. <laughs> well, I don't have anybody interested in that conversation with me. <laughs> but angry, anger a lot of people. <laughs> oh, we don't care. Um, <laughs> Nintendo. Nintendo, yes, Nintendo. probably the, the best one out there. Of yeah, their, I, think uh, I actually watched the whole thing. I was actually there for that one because mm -hmm. I took a day off. Yeah, I mean, you could argue it'll be a battle between Nintendo and Microsoft for yeah. who had the best showing. Yeah. They both showed up at least. Uh, Microsoft <laughs> obviously makes an event of it. Nintendo says, here's your 30 minute video that we happen to be doing on E3 week. And then, granted, they show you a whole bunch of games yeah. that you're going to want. So the biggest, the biggest shocking was, yeah, Metroid, Metroid. Dread. Metroid 5. Yeah. Uh, they, we got a confirmation that they are still working on Metroid Prime 4. Yeah. So glad to know that's still happening. I would love to have gotten a similar confirmation for Bayonetta 3 that we did not get. Uh, <laughs> listen, she's got a hell of an ass, and I'd like I to know. see more of it. 
Anyway, I know. Uh, Metroid 5 slash Metroid Dread has been confirmed coming out this year. Uh, going back for some uh, 2D side scroller action. I'm going to have to wander around a huge map, not knowing where to find the weapon that I need. And uh, I'm here for it. You can be invisible, though. You can. It's pretty cool. Yeah. There's so, stealth. Like, there kind is. of. Yeah. yeah you, one of your powers is basically to be invisible. Um, I think you can only do it in certain sections. Like, I don't, it's not like throughout the game. I think it's like certain corners, basically. So the idea is that the monster would like, when they would see you, would actually turn away kind of thing. But that's all I saw. So I don't know. Nice. Yeah. I'm excited. I only yeah. heard the news. I'm like, I don't even have to know what's going on in the game. I just want it. <laughs> yeah, it looks great. I I have a weird, I don't play a lot of games like this, but I enjoy the style of like a 3D platformer game. So like it's meant to like emulate 2D, but in a 3D format. I don't know why. I just, I don't know if I could play one, but I enjoy the look. <laughs> so. Awesome. What's Skyward Sword? I don't think I've ever played Yeah, so Skyward, Zelda. yeah, it's from Zelda. It was originally for the Wii U, which, of course, I mean, uh, that was, like, the only game people played on the Wii U, if you had a Wii U. Right. You probably went to someone's house, you probably went to your friend's house who was a chunk <laughs> and bought the Wii U and played Skyward Sword. Um, uh, Correction, <laughs> it was on the Wii, not the Wii U. I thought it was on the Wii U. Uh, no, the Wii U was... Uh... Breath of the Wild. It was kind of like what happened with Twilight Princess, where it was on the GameCube and the Wii. Uh, Breath of the Wild was on Wii U and Switch. I thought there was one on that was Wii U exclusive. I've seen it. Like, they did I... a remake of uh, oh, wow. Twilight okay. Princess. Or no, they released Twilight Princess and they did a remake of Wind Waker. On the yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whoops. Sorry about that. I only oh, saw good. it for the Wii U. Um, but so I knew about Twilight Princess on the Wii because I played it, but I never knew that Skyward Sword was on the Wii. Felt I thought the Wii was old by that then. said. The Wii U exclusive Fatal Frame game yes. is getting remade for the Switch uh, and is officially coming out. And to me, that's the same thing as releasing a new game because no one ever played it. It's true. It's true. Very true. <laughs> Nintendo's making so. big big moves though. Um, well, the cool thing about Skyward Sword, which has got me really excited for it, is I hated the motion controls on the Wii, <laughs> and I couldn't fucking play Skyward Sword. And it's the only Zelda game that I have never beaten. So I'm picking that up day one, and I'm fucking beating it because <laughs> like I want to. Yeah, absolutely, and um, uh, yeah. So it's they because they you can do motion control, but you also can use the the Joy Cons. Um, yeah. As, as just a, like joystick controls for it as well. So um, definitely was the big thing. Also, of course, um, the big, big news was Breath of the Wild 2, two. trailer yes. came out, or teaser, I should say. So that's uh, that's already out. And people are, of course, going, I mean, it was so funny because it was like the last thing that came out too, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, it was literally the last announcement and it's got me so hyped for it because so much context in that trailer because like, where like the music kind of hints at Twilight Princess and the Dark Realm. And there was one other thing. Oh, the floating islands harken back to Skyward Sword. So we're actually might get a huge lore dump in this universe. And I am so for it. <laughs> yeah. Megawelta also mentions that Kazuya was mentioned in Smash. Hmm? Not another Fire Emblem character, so I'm disappointed. <laughs> kidding <laughs> yeah people would have lost their mind i know and i would have just laughed and laughed stop all right okay. uh, and what is this last one 
Oh, shit. So, I mean, I don't care that much, but Shin Megami Tensei 5 was announced, and I make fun of it because they can have a uh, female protagonist as their lead character, I think. It's very, I don't know what gender the main protagonist is. There was a female voiceover, and the character was like feminine in a masculine school uniform, but then the character turns into someone with long hair and very feminine features. So, I don't know, but they're still better than Persona in my mind. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, Shin Megami Tensei <laughs> for. Persona people, Persona fans who don't want to play in high school. It's true. That's yeah. Basically, if you're look, if you played Persona, and went man, these social skills, these social links thing, and talking to people and dealing with teen drama sounds like bullshit. I just want to battle. Play Shimigami Tensei. Okay. <laughs> it's basically the Makes same sense. game. <laughs> they, in the same world. They used to be the same game. It used to be Shimigami Tensei Persona. And then that was the same for number two. And then starting in number three, they branched out. So that's why. Okay, it makes sense. Yeah, I couldn't get into Persona because of the whole high school thing. Um, I feel like I'm I have the game for you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel too old for that. Um, and then the indie games. Oh, Death Trash. Um, <clears throat> it looks like a Fallout 2D or isometric uh, pixel art game, which looks really fun to play. And that was the only indie game that kind of struck out at me other than like maybe the grandma walking simulator, like that was a great showcase. Or uh, <laughs> was there like a cat cafe or Kiwi mailing? Like those games just don't, like they look like fun games, but like why would you? Listen, yeah. there's, there's an indie darling every year and it is seldom the one you see at E3. <laughs> it is a game that shows up uh, usually around, e sorry, there's two months it can show up. It can either show up in May or in like July and it just randomly appears and suddenly everyone you know has already played and beaten it and you're the only one who hasn't and then it wins game of the year or indie game of the year. Like that's the only way this happens now. It's like the Oscars. Sorry about your experience with Undertale. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> yes, it hurt me and I love it. It's like I'm surprised we haven't heard anything on... Uh... Rune Delta Rune Delta Rune still working on it. Boy, I don't need to hear that from you. I, yeah, I know. I know there's not been anything on Delta Rune. It's almost like Toby never talks about it just to hurt me. Yeah, just, just you personally. Just it's, you personally. it's all a personal slight against me. One time I sent him a, a message on Twitter saying I really liked his game, and he said, You know what? Fuck that person. I'm never putting out Delta Rune now. Like all artists, he hates the things he makes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's this attitude is why you never get a wyvern in Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> Sorry, that was Ouch. <laughs> Sorry, Rude. Shelley. I laughed at that. Um, <laughs> speaking no, of No, I'm not gonna be okay. No. I'm gonna be I'm gonna I'm gonna tough it out. We I'm gonna finish the show like a professional. We love you, Kelly. Mm -hmm. I'm still married to you. You're forever stuck. Good. <laughs> I'm glad I moved to uh, Utah, we could get married too. No. Polygamy is legal in Utah, right? Mm, yeah, true. yeah. Oh, well, no, it's not. We just it's have not? to. Oh, we just gotta be Mormon. But people do it anyway. Yeah, I was gonna say, we just gotta be Mormon. They won't question it. I'm kind of interested. How come you guys didn't put in Scott Cawthon? Oh, listen. That I don't whole situation that. makes me too sad to talk about it. I have thoughts. I'm happy to give thoughts on that. Go ahead and give thoughts. Go, right. Go ahead, Callie. For those who don't know, Scott Cawthon, the creator of Five Nights at Freddy's, mm -hmm. uh, a series that I have greatly enjoyed and that Sarah and I have greatly enjoyed over yes. the years. Yeah. Uh, uh, his uh, political donations were made very public. 
probably not something he was thrilled about. There was a lot of back and forth when it first happened. Uh, we found out he was a donor to, you can probably take a guess yeah. as to whom, uh, McConnell, the right wing, the whole line of them. Yeah. Uh, which a lot of people in the LGBTQ community and other left-leaning communities went, uh, nope, my money's not going towards that. There was a huge kind of back and forth saying like, oh, he might've actually, uh, it might've been a hack issue and he might've actually been scammed. Roll and like, and it's like, great, if that's the case, then all he has to do is come out and say that's the case. Right. I'll still be suspicious, but yeah. at least I'll move on. No, he did, he absolutely did. And uh, at that point, he was left with two decisions, two choices that he could make. And either one of them, there was a path forward with either he could reevaluate where he stood politically and be a better ally. Ideal. Ideal. Or he could not do that. And because this is America, he is allowed to not do that. It is his choice who he donates his money to. A hundred percent his decision. And in doing that, you he would also have to then understand that there's going to be a lot of the LGBTQ community who is not going to follow him, who is going to say, and I'm out, I'm going to go read Animorphs or something like that. That was the big joke, by the yeah, way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a great one. So those were his two choices, and either of them was a viable path forward. Believe me, there was, we've seen with Harry Potter, there's plenty of a market out there without the LGBTQIA community, as much as it hurts me personally. Um, Scott chose neither. Scott said, mm, you know what? I'm going to take my ball and I'm going to go home and I'm going to sit on my pile of money. Yep. And he <laughs> and he quit. He decided to leave. Uh, he is going to basically hand the franchise off to someone else to run in his stead. And he's left. He didn't and sell like, it. He just like. Uh, I, I assume he's going to sell it. He was not particular about what he was going to do with it. Um, but yeah, his, his decision was to get up and leave, which is the most cowardly decision I could imagine someone making in that scenario and it really sucked like it it was a huge bummer to 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 see it go down that way see and i think what really bugs me the most is not just scott cawthon's like fucking statements because it's like yeah you're a piece of shit it's the people who were defending him like well his editor's trans and it's like Okay, that's the same fucking argument saying I'm not racist because I have black friends. Black friends. You're yeah. a piece of shit if you're fucking doing that. Like Listen, like it is super important to like we have to all take a step back and realize that if we were to go through the political donations of every company we support, we would not like what we found. Mm -hmm. We'd have a whole lot of video game companies out there that we would not be happy about. I very purposefully did not go look through the political donations of the company I spent the last few years working for because I did not know, want to know what I would find. Like, that is a reality. That said, that's why it came to Scott to then have the choice to say, I'm either going to stick to what I did and, and own it, or to change my opinion. And choosing to do neither really sucks. Like, he may consider himself an ally to the LGBTQI community. And, I, and he may hire people who are trans. I know, uh, famously, he made uh, one of the, um, the, the children uh, non-binary on purpose like wow. that was it was like there are there's good representation there like but i'm sorry who your money goes to since i am giving you my money for your product does matter to this community it like especially at a time right now where um a lot of the right wing is very actively harming the trans community in every state in the country it, it matters right now. And so I'm sorry, you, you do, 
Everyone says, keep your politics out of my games. And that is impossible because silence is a political statement. Not saying anything is a political statement in favor of the oppressor. Every time, look throughout history, there's never an example where that isn't true. So if you aren't making a political statement, you are making a political statement, whether you like it or not. Yes. Anyway, sorry. That that, I'm, Kelly. I'm off my off Kelly my Kelly might drop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's um, it's just gonna be one less thing we focus on <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Bye, Scott. Bye. All right. <laughs> bye. Um, as you can tell, we are very, 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 very um appreciative for everyone who are here. Um, we are celebrating Pride Month. Um, we are very true supporters of Pride Month. <laughs> little dances there. <laughs> Even Lloyd's avatar is dancing too. <laughs> yeah, because he can now move I can't now move with my it. fucking arms. <laughs> I don't have arms. Yeah, the shoulders. <laughs> A shimmy. A shimmy. <laughs> he's trying. He, he's getting there. <laughs> my boobs move, but my arms don't. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like that uh, Lloyd's VTuber model looks like it has bigger boobs than I do. <laughs> it looks like I have one huge tit. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely more realistic than that. I hate, I hate. Uh, they do it less a lot in the anime and video games where they, they're putting, the girls have a t-shirt on and it indents. Yeah, it indents each, underneath. Yeah, like, like, clearly they have a seam, seam in there. In? That yeah, because that's that not how that works. No. Like, you have to, like, like, you, like there's, like, a hole that you have to, like, fit your boob yeah, into yeah, when you exactly. put it in. Yeah, like, oh. Uh, cups are in it. Classic. Ugh, it drives me nuts. Anyway. For the individual boob physics when they move, like one yeah. hit, like yes, when they, one goes up and one goes down, you're like, that's not, that's not how that works. That's not how that works. <laughs> no, wait, what? Did you ask anybody with boobs? No, listen, they have never talked to anyone with boobs. <laughs> Sorry, I had a far off look. Like that doesn't work. Yeah, okay, I just had to make sure. <laughs> like... She's like trying to remember. Like, how do I make it that one goes up? And one goes down? <laughs> exactly, that's exactly what I was doing. Um, but yeah, now that we're at the end of our line. Allie. Oh, it's is it my turn? turn? It's, it's your, your turn. turn. Okay. Finally. All right. So um, this is obviously my first uh, public appearance since uh, the events of Monday. Thank you for making us the first appearance. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, you were the first to ask. So. <laughs> uh, so, yes, I do have a few announcements to make and a couple questions to answer. Uh, for those who aren't aware, I was let go from Checkpoint on uh, Monday. I had started to suspect probably late last week that uh, my ending, uh, that I wasn't going to be with the company for too much longer. I wasn't certain, but I, I had a feeling. Uh, and that uh, came true on Monday. Uh, it was a very tough day for me, um, but yet one that I have known was coming for longer than I think I cared to admit. Um, I have, Sarah will tell you, there have been plans in the works for what comes next for a while. Uh, this, a while. Yeah. Uh, there, this is uh, not something that I, I thought was never going to happen. So I want to start by saying I'm not here to trash on my former company or any of my former coworkers in any way. I want to give the biggest thank you in the world, in fact, to Christine, who is here, to Nate, who I saw in the chat, to Robbie, who I saw in the chat, to Norris, who might be lurking, uh, and to Rick and to, and to Chad. Uh, who I have had the greatest pleasure working with over the last, uh, for some people, nine years now. 
Uh, it's been almost a decade in some ways uh, working. And actually for Nate, it is over a decade. We've been working together on one project or another. So um, I uh, have, it has been transformative and it has changed my life in ways that I could never have even imagined. And I'm nothing but grateful for the time that I did have working for Beasley and working uh, with Checkpoint and with Limit Break Radio. So what's next? Um, I, uh, everyone told me on the day that I was let go that if I just sat around and uh, decompressed, uh, I would figure out really quickly what it was that I wanted to do next. And um, I started to realize that it isn't, I'll tell you what it isn't that what I want to do next. It isn't marketing meetings. It isn't strategy sessions. It isn't uh, four hours of show prep. It isn't any of that. I remember a time in probably 2015, 2014, 16, somewhere in that area when I first came out where I was getting to stream almost every night, uh, late night streams, midnight, one o'clock in the morning sometimes. Um, and those were some of the most formative moments of my life. That is the reason I am out of the closet publicly today. Um, and that's what I miss. What I miss is all of you. I miss talking with you and connecting with you and trying to be a force for a positive change in this community. And to that end, I have spent the last 10 years building other people's brands and I'm ready to start trying to build my own brand. Um, I am, uh, I've seen a lot of people ask, will I be going back to LVR? I am making an appearance on the reunion special this Sunday. I am greatly looking forward to it, eight o'clock or 8.30, I believe it is. Um, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I have the time up. We're talking about the Shadowbringers MSQ in its entirety. I heard some people are gonna uh, be joining us from all across the LBR spectrum and I'm really excited uh, to get to talk with everyone again. Pookie, I'm telling you, just show up. Just show up. Literally, just, like, what are, what are we gonna do? Be like, oh, Christine, we didn't invite her. What? Go ahead. No, have show access up. to the Discord. Uh, just yeah, exactly, ahead. you're still there. Uh, so, uh, I am going to make an appearance, uh, and w believe me, whenever there's like a big reunion or something like this, I'm absolutely going to be there. Um, LBR was such a formative part of my life and such an important thing to me. There is no way I would say no to being there. It is not something I'm going to do as a, like, that's what I do moving forward, but I will be there for reunions whenever I'm invited. So absolutely. Uh, what I am going to be doing is launching, well, I already launched it, but I'm going to be paying way more attention to my Twitch channel and to my own social medias. And we're going to try and make a fucking brand out of this. Um, I am I am launching my, uh, my own brand and I had to think of what some of my important pillars were going to be for that brand. And the biggest ones are first and foremost, games that we love to play and movies that we love to watch. Because as much as I am a gaming fan, I'm an even bigger cinema buff. I love film. So those are gonna be two big ones. Um, and LGBTQ inclusivity is of course gonna be a big one. Sex and kink positivity is going to be a major focus on, on this brand. Uh, there's going to be no kink shaming in anywhere in my brand. Love it. Uh, and we are like, kink is a major part of pride. I've been saying that throughout the month of June and uh, sex positivity and kink positivity is going to be a part of this brand moving forward. Uh, and uh, tabletop and role play is also going to be a major part of the brand uh, so to that end, the one thing I'm not ready to do for streaming is I don't have the equipment yet. I have enough equipment to run a stream 
in the interim, but not something to do on a regular basis. So July 3rd at 6.30 p.m., we are going to be doing a fundraiser stream. I have done a number of charity streams over the year. I have had the pleasure of raising money for um, Trevor Project, for Affirmations, for Transgender Michigan. Uh, I have, uh, I do have in my brain tinkering around a couple more that I wanna work on. One is for Trans Lifeline. I wanna do a charity stream for them in the not too distant future here. This will be my first time trying to do a fundraiser for myself. And I understand that that comes with a very different set of expectations and a very different, it's a very different ask. It's a much bigger ask because it is not me saying, hey, give to this great cause. It's saying, give to you getting to see more of me. Give us your money. It, kind of. Uh, I'm hoping to raise uh, at least $1,000 to basically uh, outfit the studio with proper streaming equipment to get a proper camera, to get a proper microphone, to get a backdrop, some proper lighting in here. Uh, so that I can stream frequently. And I'm going to be streaming four days a week. Uh, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays are already confirmed. I don't know the fourth day yet, but I will ha have it up for you. Um, so on July 3rd, we're going to be doing this stream to try to raise some money, see what we can do. And I haven't decided what game I'm going to play yet. And that's going to be up to you guys to help me figure out. I could do Final Fantasy VIII, which is my charity stream du jour. It is the, the go-to. We also had the idea of doing the Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers MSQ, mm -hmm. do that from start to finish. Uh, we also have Mass Effect 3 to pick up where we left off in Mass Effect 2. And then I'm also going to put the other up there. So everyone's going to get to vote on what they want it to be. I'll have a poll up later tonight that you guys can all vote for that'll run through a few days, probably run until into mid next week. Mm -hmm. And here's my hope. Not only am I hoping to be able to raise enough money to properly outfit the studio on July the 3rd, I want to make affiliate on July the 3rd. I have already done a stream last week and you have to do seven unique streams in 30 days in addition to getting enough people watching. So I'm going to stream every day this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, to get up to six. And then our seventh stream in the last 30 days will be on July 3rd. And if we can get enough viewership, we should be able to crack all the affiliate requirements on day one of the, of the live stream. And I'm very excited about that. Uh, that's something I'm hopeful to do. We'll see how it goes. After that, we'll take a quick break, probably about a week while I order the parts and rebuild the studio. And we will officially start streaming regularly on my birthday, July 21st on Wednesday. We'll be doing an eight to 12 hour stream. I don't know how long it'll be yet as a, here we go, kicking it off, launching it sort of thing. And then you guys will have me regularly performing for you. I am done working for other people. From now on, I work for you. I am sick of having a boardroom to report to. I am sick of having bosses in other states that I have to report to. From now on, I report to you. And that's the way I want it. So July 3rd for the charity stream, I would greatly appreciate you guys being here with me all this week when I'm streaming because it'll help get that average number up. Twitch.tv slash Ascalia is indeed the Twitch channel. <laughs> and uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ascalia. I do have a contest going on right now. If you retweet my tweet and follow the thing, you can win any item in the FF14 cash shop. That's a, a drawing. And we'll be doing that drawing live on the charity stream. Yeah. Any item? I was going to ask you, mm -hmm. if I win that yeah. personally, mm -hmm. 
I don't play Final Fantasy fourteen. No. Can right. I exchange that for all the gill on your eleven character? All the gill on my eleven? Yes. If you win, you can have all the gill on my eleven character. I don't know how much money that is. So I'll tell you what. <laughs> genuinely, that could either be nothing or a metric fuck ton of gill. I don't know how much that is. But yes, please, I would I, I uh, would appreciate all if you would uh, stick with me this week while I start figuring out the stream, uh, try and get it built up, and then please, July 3rd, set some time aside. Uh, obviously, I don't expect you all to be there for the full event, but any time you can spend with us would be greatly appreciated. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to having you all be my boss from now on. Which is a little scary, though, to be fair. <laughs> oh, it's terrifying. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they, all, they, don't, they don't agree with each other either, which I guess is like corporate. So I well, guess that, I mean, that's nothing different. <laughs> <laughs> I've been living that life forever. Yeah. Around what time? We, yeah. I'll be helping out when I can. I obviously can't help out all the time because I have my own job. I'm actually trying to transition to some other kind of crazy things in my life that's terrifying, but also exciting. Um, but, uh, you know, apparently. What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just got a message asking, hey, weird time to talk about it, but would you say that my vagina is poggers? That's my brother! <laughs> yeah, which makes it weirder. I wasn't going to out him, but yes. Uh, what time? July 3rd? <laughs> uh, July 3rd. It's going to be starting at 6.30 uh, p.m. Eastern time. And if, uh, depending on what we play, it might run different lengths of time. Uh, I'm going to guarantee you the stream will at least run 12 hours. Uh, but if we're raising money and uh, in you know FF8, if we're playing FF8 and it's going smoothly, we'll keep it going. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm really, really excited and really really nervous. Again, guys, I understand that it's a vastly different ask when I'm doing a fundraiser for myself versus for a charity, uh, and no one is under any pressure to contribute. But if you can and you would like to see more of me performing, then I would of course greatly appreciate it. By the way. We are going to be doing a segment on the stream, and we'll do our first one on the charity stream called uh, Dear Callie, oh. where people can write in uh, questions about role play or character development or character background for your tabletop or an FF14 or in whatever game you play, anything about role play. Um, I have been role playing now from go from gogaia.com up through Final Fantasy 14 for 20 years. I have a ton of his experience with this. Uh, that is a bit that we're going to definitely do on the show and maybe one day make a podcast out of. Dun, dun, dun. So, yes, those are my uh, those are the announcements. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Kelly, for sharing that. Again, if you are listening, twitch.tv slash Escalia, twitter.com slash Escalia. Sorry, I don't social media anymore. Um... No, I, 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 I hear you. It, yes, it is at Escalia, twitch.tv slash Escalia. For, luck, lucky enough to have those names everywhere I go. And by the way, I'm really excited to get to use that name again. I felt like I've stepped away from my yeah. uh, from that identity over the last few years, and uh, I'm reclaiming the fuck out of that name. It get is it. mine. Get it, girl. Yes, exactly. Um, so we're very, very good friends. Sky is actually the best. Um, I've been following Callie like for the longest time. It's been years, um, and very entertaining. I hope you all get to check check her out, and. Um, you know get to the cause i am definitely gonna <laughs> i'll talk to you guys on the side um <laughs> but yeah uh go ahead and support her um go ahead for it i'm putting my tweet poll up by the way right now for which game you want to have played yes, go ahead and put that up there i think i saw strife put it up in the 
in our chat too. Uh, that's a di- that's the 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 giveaway. That's okay. Happening. Yes, yeah. that's for the that's for the giveaway. That is running through uh, July the second is the last day to enter for that. And again, all you have to do is follow my Twitter and retweet it, and you are entered to win. If you win, you get any item you want in the cash shop. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I when I explained these giveaways, because I think I'm the one who kind of mentioned to you. I've seen a lot of FF14 streamers who did this. I said most people do a set number, like like dollar amount or an item, and you decided now nah, just say anything. Mm-hmm. So you're brave. <laughs> well, I mean, like listen, like I don't want to make it out like it's some like big thing. The most expensive item in the shop is forty five dollars. So I know. like it's not it's like, scale. but that it's, it's effectively <laughs> saying bad. anything up to forty five dollars is effectively. Yeah. What I said no. Any item you want in the cash shop, I'm not going to nickel and dime you on a penny. Whatever item you want, it's yours. I got you. Cash shop, not what the square What about the $200 door? plush? <laughs> I don't think that's in the cash shop. I hope not. No, it has to be a 14 <laughs> item. It has to be in the cash shop. Oh, my Final God. Fantasy virtual goods. We'll have to tell that story later, by the way. I don't want to tell that story later. Sorry. Different text we saw that reminded us of a story. We'll, we'll talk about later. it after the stream. Yeah, after, after the podcast after conversation. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, I got nothing else to say. You'll probably hear me around uh, when I can. You'll you'll definitely hear me helping out with the um, the July third stream. We we set at a specific date where I could help out because <laughs> as we discovered uh, since before we were dating, I am a good pot. I am a good streamer partner. Yay! <laughs> it is true. <laughs> so you know you will yes. you will hear my voice if we end up playing fourteen. You will see me play. So um, depending on what you guys choose, I will also be there. Um, we were kind of jokingly talking about reviving our show. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. It could. We used to do a show, those of you who've been with us, we used to do a show way back when called Loathe at First Sight. We had only been dating for a few months at that point, and we started that show. Yeah, we were really testing our relationship <laughs> we, there. Yeah, we really were. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, that was, like, my first introduction. Like, hi, people, I exist. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was a really fun show, and I think a lot of people enjoyed it, so... Um, we always had talked about, you know, in the past trying to revive it, but it just was never in the cards for lots of various reasons. Um, but now it could be. So I don't know when that would be. Likely that probably wouldn't start till I get my new job fit situated because my schedule will open up a little bit more. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, that will be something maybe also one of the stream nights. We'll see. So Ooh. keep posted. Exciting. I don't want to put promises on it. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. says we should do a Kickstarter to see if Low the First Sight Revival has momentum. I don't know if I don't have enough momentum for a Kickstarter though. What <laughs> was that good of a show? No, but we could do it as a as a stretch goal Let's on stretch um, goal, yeah. on the on the fundraiser. That's true. We get it, like because my my goal is to make a thousand dollars for it uh, for the basic equipment that I would need. Then if we can get like to two thousand, we'll do the nice equipment that we could get. And five thousand would be like the holy bejesus goal where we build a new streaming PC too. (laughs) Yeah. But for right now, my streaming PC will last us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nothing urgent. But like, listen, we could put two thousand and have low the first site coming back be the stretch goal there. Do that. (laughs) That's fair. Oh, and by the way, since this isn't for charity, since this is for me, the return of punishments against myself. You better believe those oh are coming back. Oh my gosh, back. Callie! Really? I don't. I don't do. Th- I don't do them for charity <laughs> because it's for charity. Like I'm already giving my time. I don't need to give like my throat too. Get it? It's a sex joke. Uh, yeah. But um, for this, since it is to benefit me at the end of the day. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. No oh, alcohol. We're gonna we're right, gonna do Kelly? some hot sauce shots. It's gonna be great. No more alcohol, right? 
No, uh, no, that Twitch gets gets mad about that now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so I can't. No more. <laughs> I, can't no, I, uh, I cannot damage my liver uh, for yeah. for for the uh, for the lulls and anymore. No apple cider vinegar. Oh no. god! Even the mention of it still makes me. I gag. know that. Why did I? I liked you too much. I did that with you. We weren't even <laughs> dating yet. <laughs> and then you knew right then that you were making a bad decision. Yeah. Uh, Omega will toss his hot tub stream. There we go. If you give us ten thousand, we'll buy a hot tub and do a hot tub stream. <laughs> oh jeez. When is Voices of Anna Dale coming back? <laughs> really, Lloyd? Voices of it. Uh, so it's funny. Um, oh. I talked to one host of that show uh, a couple times a year now, and the other host of me and uh, the show aren't on speaking terms anymore. So I don't, I don't know if uh, if that one's going to come back. I would be very surprised. I'll tell you what. Next year. Uh, I'm expecting a big announcement for Final Fantasy XI. I don't know what it is, and I can't put my thumb on it, and it's actually driving me insane because, be like, something big is going to happen for Final Fantasy XI. I know it. Like, every they keep setting up little things, but nothing that they could do quite makes sense in my brain. But depending on what it is... Listen, if I've learned anything over the last week, it's never say never. Well... <laughs> Okay, well, you can say never about some things. Yeah, I'm never going back to being a man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So go ahead, follow Callie right now. Yep. If you're listening. Post is up, by the way. You can you can vote on what game you want. Go, 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 Miss Callie. All right. Um, that will do it for RNGNT. Uh, Callie, will we see you a lot more here on RNGNT? Oh, I'd imagine. <laughs> oh, shoot. No, I'm sorry. I'm under non-compete. Oh. Wait, Never what? Never mind. No. All right. So, again. Yeah, so, probably. <laughs> again, stay tuned to our social media for any updates. Um, and when we go live, because it's very random as usual. Um, who knows? Uh, RNGNT, that's R N G A N D T E A, at Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all socials, wherever. Um, you can find me at Cookie Persona, K O O K Y Persona. Sarah, where can they find you? You can find me under Sarascopic, S-A-R-A-H-S-C-O-P-I-C. That was bad spelling, sorry. S-A-R-A-H-S-C-O-P-I-C. That's what you get for choosing an alliteration as your name, I guess. And Lloyd? Uh, I said it earlier, but I guess I'll say it again. Lloyd, L-L-O-I-D underscore R-N-G on Twitter. You're not getting my Facebook. Uh, I, I like how his face is like, eh. Yeah, <laughs> I was right? rubbing my face because I'm like, I have to oh remember God, so these fucking... letters. Uh, and, and Callie, go ahead one more time for us. And uh, at Escalia, E-S-K-A-L-I-A. Awesome, yes. And again, thank you for staying, us, staying with us until the last drop. We'll see you next time. This episode was produced by Christine Solis, Sarah Skopik, and Aaron Pellin. Please support RNGNT by sharing this podcast with your family, friends, and fellow gamers and leaving us a review. Intro music in this episode is by Home and outro music by Stupid Doken. Check out both these artists and their music at SoundCloud.com. RNGNT and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. <laughs>